Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Winners of the East London Challenge Cup soon after their formation in 1885. The old Millwall Rovers are now known to their roaring supporters as the Lions. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Well, good afternoon, dear listeners. Welcome to my favourite show of the year, the world-famous roundtable show, Akdong Millwall. Here I am at Bromley Football Club. Big thank you to Bromley for allowing their facilities to be used by today. And I'm sat here with Millwall aristocracy in front of me. To my left, Lord Barry Birkins, the king of the long-haul flights. Very good afternoon to you all. In front of me, the, the, the Duke Peter Hurd. Of Black Fen, King of the uh, the Fisticuffs. <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> to his right, Lord of the Fire Extinguisher. Baron Don Bone, King of the M20. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it as well, thank you. <laughs> and to my right again, um, Lord Derek King, King of Bromley Football. King Derek. King Derek. King Derek. Yeah, King Derek. <laughs> Big welcome, chaps. Thank you for coming today. It's great to have you. Um, my opening question was gun- going to be. How good a season was that? But I can actually tell you, that was our 10th best ever season, joint 10th. Um, so yeah, interesting season, a season of two halves in many ways, but it struck me that it was a season where we kind of gained in confidence and started believing in ourselves. It was a strange old season, you know, I think in 19th in December, were we? Was it December? Well, we met in um, Middlesbrough pre-Christmas, yeah. and I think we were, yeah, we were kind of 6th or 7th off the bottom, we weren't really in danger, were we? But um, it, nothing, nothing to hint at what was going to come. The unbeaten run. I don't know. I thought there was at the time. Did you? I thought we were starting to pull it together a little bit at that time. I think it started before that. Well, I think. Um, the, sorry, Del, but yeah. I think the interesting one, obviously, Forest away. I think you'll remember, Nick. We we should have won that six. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they scored a great goal. <clears throat> we had one that was disallowed, perhaps shouldn't have been, but um, but we had four or five very very good chances, and I come away from that game very upbeat. Very upbeat. Yeah. We had a succession of away games where we went, were unlucky. Um, I, I, I felt that when we, we played Middlesbrough, and I felt that we believed we could do it at home, but I don't think we truly believed we could have a good track record away from home. But that clicked, didn't it? Leeds away was there. 
up till the Middlesbrough game, had we actually won away from home? No, no, no. we hadn't. Had we, we? we struggled till Leeds. Yeah. Leeds was Leeds, the spot. Was the, Leeds was like the catalyst. The one wasn't turning it? point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, before that, like, like we said, I mean, the away performances, the home performances, some of them were half decent. We just weren't getting a lot of lot of luck with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we we played Middlesbrough. We, we beat a decent team, though. I thought yeah. we played Sheffield United. Beat a decent team in, in them. We had a poor. October, November. I think we had, a, we had only one win in, in, in a month, it. and we. I think there was a sense that we would, we would probably. Our, our place was to be the lower in the lower half of the table, probably struggling, but not true relegation material. And I think we we, we, we had to have that mindset, and then after Christmas, from Leeds onwards, I felt we suddenly started to believe in ourselves, and we started to. But is it? If we is could it go there and get results. Fair to say, the last time we all sat round and discussed it. Did any of us say that we might have a tilt at the playoffs? No. Or was no, we all no, saying, no, like, no. we'll just settle for yeah. finishing fourth or fourth fifth off the bottom yeah. and we'll be happy? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, that just tells you what, what a ridiculous uh, second half of the season we had. Yeah. It, it was, yeah, I mean, it was it was an unbelievable run, really. To go 17 games in any division, any, any level of football is, is an achievement. For us in the Championship, given the lack of resources that we've got compared with all of the other contenders... Yeah. I, I think I, I've said it's the joint tenth um, best season, but what that doesn't take into account, you're comparing with 1932-33, a very different world. This, yeah. this is this is multi-million pound football we're yeah. playing against now, and yeah. we we more than completed. It's probably the most competitive league in in the Absolutely. world, or certainly in, mm. of all the main countries. Well, I, we, I remember we spoke that day against Middlesbrough about the amount of money that their yeah. team was worth. Yeah, or just um, I, I think I remember describing it like a 15 million pound move or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Because they were passing between five, ten, twenty million pound players. Look at Wolves. <coughs> Wolves spent what was it, twenty million on one player? Were going to sign someone for thirty-five or something? Yeah, I mean their squad was worth fifty yeah. million. Wasn't I mean, it? something of yeah. older. But to me, I think that, that there's two keys to why we did so well this season. Is rightly or wrongly, love it or hate it, Neil kept to the same four-four-two formation. He tinkered a little bit in a few away games. Yeah. But generally, he stuck to his guns, he stuck to his principles, and we had a very small squad. So everyone was always involved. And I think the, the team spirit amongst them was clear. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They was, they was fighting for each other, there was passion. Definitely. And it's a much used phrase, but we got our Millwall back. <clears throat> yeah, and I think that's all we all wanted, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, we we'd lost it under Holloway. And it, I mean, there was one of the um, points I, I picked out here is the... I think it's Jake Saunders, uh, the journalist, contrasted where we were when Neil Harris took over, which was in League One. Um, you know, basically, uh, there we are. And on this day in 2015, Neil Harris announced as the permanent manager of Millwall two playoff finals, one promotion, FA Cup quarterfinals, and eighth in the Championship. Hard to put into words the job he's done, and that sums it up. Given where we were when Holloway left us, we were, we were adrift, and we had no sense of identity. It, it's it's yeah. very similar to the first few years of Jacket, I thought in many ways because we did the same then didn't we we lost the player final won a player final weren't fancied much came up flirted a little bit with the playoffs yep. um, you know and the question is now how do we keep that progress going and for me progress would be mid-table to be honest I mean second I know it doesn't sound it but yeah. second season second season itis I've got on, on the list here I mean we've a great think? season can, yeah. we, can we progress people talk to me in work and they say they're not Millwall fans but they say but you know other teams are going to find you know they'll know what you're like now, won't they? They'll find you out, and yeah. 
But yeah, years ago you could say that, but I've got a feeling that in this day and age, the coaches of these other teams <clears throat> don't really look at what they're just. We've got to play out. You've seen yeah. it. There's teams that come down Millwall, pass that fucking ball backwards and forwards. Back, and they're not very good. Bridgen would have won a world. We caught. We was catching them out. We was nicking the ball off them. They're not going to come and have a Sheffield Wednesday. But they're not going to do anything but different, t- are they? T- teams can't do anything different because they don't have the players to do anything yeah. different. Yeah, and it's and a the system that is, they're playing yeah. and they won't change it. We, we moan about Neil Harris and he's, he hasn't got a plan B, but I think... Plan but A work to what? Yeah, and I think the only <laughs> yeah. team I... I mean, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, but Fulham, when they come down, they definitely had a plan B. Yeah. They definitely did because we, we were matching them in the first half, and the second half was like playing a completely different team. Yeah. Oh, I thought we more, I thought we more than that matched them in that first half. <coughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if, the the, the season fun. turned on that yeah. game for me. Yeah. Um, we threw the kitchen sink at them in the first half. How they survived it, I don't think even they know how they no. got through that by not being you know not one behind the two or three arguably. Second half, I thought you know just on the point of who can find us out. I thought Fulham found us out a little bit in the second half. Yeah, and Middlesbrough found us out. Middlesbrough. It was funny watching Middlesbrough mm. play Millwall as Millwall game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which they didn't like do. Us playing yeah. us Which they didn't do yesterday. I watched their, their no, 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 game. No, no, it was no. a very different. So, so maybe that, that is yesterday. their plan B. Like they, they can do it. Does anyone? Sorry, just on that note, does anyone actually think we looked a bit tired? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been been a tough old season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought we looked a little bit tired. It's the flip side of a relatively small squad. Yeah, and we didn't have a lot of injuries. And I know you don't want players injured, but sometimes if they have four, five, six games out during January because they got a little niggle, it just recharges them a little bit. And we never really, I mean, how many injuries did we have? Other than Webster, AOB was out Savile for a right little while. End. Savile right at the end, I think we missed. Injuries caught up with us a little bit in the middle of the game. We started to see players We had a few knocks. Well, yeah, Romeo, well, Romeo was injured against Fulham. Marshall and he carried on. Yeah. I think Nick summed up, said the season was just three games too long. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it finished at 43 games when it was in the sixth yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the, the 17 game unbeaten run it has to come to an end at some point. You, no one goes on forever. Um, and each game was always there was a slight kind of, um, you know, edge of the seat quality where we're going to make it again. And, and then we somehow we did. We blow down luck. I remember yeah, Brentford coming to the den and we, we yeah. caught a break a couple of times. They hit the post two or three times. So the game where you'd think, like, they must think, how the fuck didn't they get something out of that? Yeah. yeah. Is it that one? Yeah, I mean, so there's a few games where we, we caught a break and, um, and then I think luck ran out on us and, and injuries caught up for us. And the, yeah. But we finished against some, some good sides. That was the other thing as well. Let's I, not, I'm glad let's we not lose sight of the side, well. side, you know. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it leaves out a good game. But yeah. you finish the season on a bit of a high. We'll say about getting caught out next year, but there's going to be six new teams in that, mate. So, you know, they're not going to find us out. Although I... You don't know what's going to happen. These teams have come down, but you said it's at Stoke and West Brom might be built well, more more appropriately to deal with what we're doing. They could do a Sunderland. Then Cardiff, Cardiff are gone. Yeah. I think it's a hard thing to come down to the Championship. It is a different world. Is it? I mean, I don't want to talk too much about other teams, but if you look at some of the stuff that's been said at Stoke, then you can sort of put it onto us in a way. Stoke bought lots of fancy damn players who didn't really fancy it. And hardly contributed to their team, but their core of you know solid English British players. Yeah. There's some good players there if they keep them. But just just one point on players. I mean, I was speaking to to people at the club at the fans forum, and I said to them, "You wanted to be an established championship team. You are. Mm. You've now got 22 and 23 year old players. Savile scored 10 goals. Yeah. 
if clubs come sniffing there, start at 15 mil. Yeah. yeah. That's what he's worth. Yeah. He's an international, he's 22, yeah. and he's at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got 10 goals, we finished eighth in the league. Yeah. Start at 15. 100%. And talk down to 10. Yeah. Yeah. Eight. But don't start don't at two. Cheap anymore. Yeah. We've yeah. never been good at that, have we? Because these are now established championship yeah. players. Yeah. Like Wallace, you know, players like that. I think that's an interesting point. It's a wider point. I think we've never been any good at it. That's true. You know, yeah. we, all, we all remember Cahill going for, for peanuts and, and, and others over time. There is a different regime in charge now. And I don't mean just John Barrows. I do, I, by that I mean John, uh, Steve Cavanagh. Yeah. I do think understands the He's value very commercial. of the yeah. Very commercial. Um, as we have to be, and we're seeing it in other areas as well. I think he's a shrewder operator. So I, I think you're right. I mean, if anyone comes knocking on the door for a, a George Savile, a, a Jed Wallace, I mean, you know, these these are players that have really turned it on in, in the Championship this year. Um, Marlon. But, Marlon. But the, the, Marlon. Fl- the flip side of that, of course, is if you can get, you know, 10 million for Savile and go and get out another two Savills. <coughs> Yeah. Um, what what can you do with that? You know, I know it's all a bit of a hit and miss, but we've seemed to have got this ability at the moment to find players who, for whatever reason, are a bit unloved or not quite done it somewhere else. You forget Wallace went for decent money to start with. Yeah. Savile was a big big signing yeah. for someone. Yeah. Then Marshall was a big signing for someone. We've turned those careers around. Marlon was an Arsenal youth player, bombed out to Gillingham for, for one year, and he's back. And he looked to me, he looks a Premier League player in, in waiting. <coughs> The old Wimbledon side, going back to the 80s, always had a reputation of being a, a group of misfits. I think that was their tag. And I wouldn't quite go that far with our players, but there's a, there's a sense that their players that have gone to other places, not been loved. Second yeah. chance players. Yeah. Se- second, second chance, chance players. Something, something They're all the right age. You're all you know, Jay Cooper, 22, got ready. Well, yeah, you'd have said yeah. it's a bigger opportunity than Millwall, traditionally. You, you, you but, um, could even lump Steve Morrison in that as well. Well, Morrison's an interesting career, isn't it? I mean, yeah. he's come late to the game. And, yeah, um, but he's, he never, he sort of, he got so far, didn't he? But... He never really. So he's, he's well, Morrison's one of the, he's one of that strange group of players. Only ever thrive at Millwall. He's, he's never really gone anywhere else, and he's never been loved nor no. wanted. It, it's interesting. He's not loved by a lot here, and I think he's a player that just doesn't endear himself to fans. So as soon as he hits a sticky patch, they the, don't support him. The but thing he, is, he doesn't give a shit, does he? Gives yeah. it, gives no, it and a that's bit. it. So he doesn't. Have Morrison, to, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have the fan support. So the thing is, when he first went into the Premier League, I don't know if you remember, but his first two games he scored against Arsenal and Chelsea. Oh. Now other other players, you know, all the Premier League pundits would have all gone, hang on, we've got a player here. He's scoring against Arsenal and Chelsea. But for some reason, it, like you say, he just bombed. I think mm. he got about seven or eight goals in the Premier League yeah. in what was a relatively poor team. But you know, had he gone on and got 15, 20, you know, he would have ended up at a bigger club, possibly. Yeah. You know, it's just the forward line's going to be a problem next season. <coughs> we want to progress, and I think the club does want to progress. I think there is a, an ambition um, in the club now that probably haven't been used to seeing so much in the past. Morrison's going to be a key as uh, a decision to be taken. I don't see him as a 46 game player uh, no, next no. season. So, who's going to be the, the, the lead striker? I mean, Gregory. 10 goal Lee Gregory um, I'll, I'll maybe get some views on Lee Gregory whether he's good enough at this level don't, don't let him take penalties but I, 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 <laughs> so I think his, his work rate makes up for his, his lack is of his, uh, is his contract up? Uh, no we've got one year one, one, year, one year extension so just but picking up on something you said Nick and something Pete said so you mentioned the catalyst um, for our season you mentioned Lee's and I, I think it's a good shout but then um, Pete started talking about the spirit in the team the Sheffield United game at home for me beginning of December um, yeah. watch it back um, Gregory got a great goal in the first half again assisted by Morrison 
But you remember the goal he set up for Mar uh, Marlon? He, he lost the ball. Yeah, yeah track back. back. Track yeah, back the yeah, halfway yeah, line, yeah. nicked the ball. Nice pass too. Fed it, it into him. That, yeah. And I didn't realise that was Romeo's first start of the season. I'd thought yeah. he'd started a few more. And then Cooper's popped up and got one. And I just think, you know, I, I voted Hutchinson. Mm. You know, I think he was my player of the season. But Greg, Gregory is a bit of an unsung hero. When you look back at his work rate and what he does, he, he always controls the ball. You know, I, I, I look at Morrison, you know, he's, he's tailing away with his, with his age, but I think we've got to tie Gregory up and get the wrong, right person alongside him. The problem is he's, what, 28, 29? 28, yeah. And he's going to be looking yeah. and saying, well, I can, if I can get one big contract somewhere... Um, Possibly, you know, but will he? Well, no, but I'm just saying that's what's always going to go through <coughs> players' minds, isn't it? So mean, all, there's noises about Sheffield again, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's you always because Northern boys. Yeah, we've had it with... Beavers and it happened. We've had it with Webster. Yeah. And who knows what's going to happen there? You know, I, 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 you're, you're right back. And actually, that's what I said before about Middlesbrough. The signs were already there that we were coming. We were coming good. We were coming yeah. good. Yeah. That some of that bad luck was changing, and that was a yeah. That's a really. Good but always point. good to turn leads over at their place. Absolutely. Yeah. Footwood lines gold dust. I mean, you know, there's a. Um, are, what? are we are we actually saying though um, that we don't think we've got anybody at the club that, that can step up? Not to do to play the way. I mean, that's my opinion. Play. I don't I, think we have. I, I, mean, I, I, think I don't, I don't think Elliot is, is no, no, no. Is anything other than uh, not even a proper impact sub? But if they if he's playing against teams who don't really know him, you see him coming on, and you think well, we're yeah. in trouble here, aren't we? Like <clears> for he, me, he no. starts putting himself about a bit, and it, it can take the the emphasis away from Gregory if he's if he's playing alongside him and giving him. Bro. Bro. But yeah, I was going to say, but if you look. At saying who do we replace in our forward line? Sorry, who do we replace Morrison with? Morrison. The game he plays, there's no one at the club can do that no. anywhere near. And and it'd be hard to put to find a player in our sort of you know shopping list, if you like, our, our market that can do that. Well, I, I still feel sorry for Elliot. I mean, I, I don't think he's, a, he's he's what we need, but. I think he started something like seven games and got five goals. He's, 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 he's got six. You know, Top scorers, Lee Gregory and George Savile got 10. Jed Wallace on, so this is all competitions, I think. 10 for Savile Gregory, 7 for, for Jed Wallace. And Tom Elliott, 6 goals. Yeah. I mean, 6 so goals. Like, I mean, he got as many as Morrison nearly. And he had some nice played all season. Nice yeah. finish at Leeds, that, you know, to, to, yeah. to, to, to see it. And there was um, Bolton. Bolton, Bolton away. Um, nice performance. Yeah. You know, it reminds me a little bit of a you know, similar thing on a loan spell was Trezor Candle. Because no one ever wanted to trade off Candle. Nine goals. He was a lazy yeah. fucker. And he scored nine yeah, goals in yeah. something like I, 20 games. I did an article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, unsung hero. <clears throat> he was one of those that no one really fancied. Now, I'm not saying that he couldn't do that. But some players, we just don't touch But if you off. scale up the, the eight or ten starts or whatever it was he had, you know, that's 20 goals a season. But did you see anything in him that would suggest he could have done that in those starts? Because I, I, I Well, his goal at Leeds was yeah. fucking excellent, to be honest with you. And another player, even one of a different type of, Sean Bat, in the way that you think he's going to be one thing and he's actually still yeah. yeah. I thought Elliot was always better when he could actually get the ball down at feet and go at people, whereas you think he's going to be a big... And if we bought him to be that back-to-goal, run the channels instead of Morrison, you know, that's why O'Brien can't be that player. Um, the replacement of Morrison, I mean, it, it, Morrison, I think it was about five goals for the season, but that's not the full story. Oh, cool. Assists, Wallace, um, 14 assists for goals. Steve Morrison, 12 assists. And even that, I don't think, tells the full story, because it's no. his presence on the pitch. Oh, absolutely. The stat you'll never get is how many times did he set up um, Gregory, for example, yeah. and Gregory flushed his lines. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they don't get 
you know, accumulated into his stats. It's only the, the goals that come I, out of the assist that they count. So. I, I think it's going to have to be. But where, where do we shop for someone that we need? Yeah, where, we where don't. We, we tweak the style of play. I think we're going to have to change the style of play a little bit more. We've seen an evolution in the way we play football. And at times we went back to that Cooper diagonal what Morrison said. But there was times we weren't doing that. We were playing a little bit more yeah. smart. And I think we might see another slight evolution in the <coughs> playing style that's not as I made it direct. clear after the Ipswich away game, I'd like it when I gone back. He was horrible. Fucking horrible he yeah. was Waggle. But Waggle. He, he's not gonna he's win. He's not a Morrison. No, no he's no, a I different type of player. But he, yeah. he, he's horrible. And that's what I'm saying, you'd have to plant yeah. his feet a bit yeah. more and tuck yeah. it in his feet and yeah. let him turn players. But I think he's, he, he's not gonna be an easy man, so it's a trite point. You can't replace someone like Steve Morrison easily because of his he's got maturity, he'll talk to referees, he'll moan at referees and they will listen in the way they yeah. wouldn't listen to an eighteen year old yeah. player. Um, and that, that's that's the invaluable part of his game, that, that kind of presence on, on the pitch. It's also the way in doing certain things, he raises the crowd. So when he gives someone a funny look or yeah. sticks a defender in the hoardings or something yeah, like yeah. that and the crowd's the getting crowd up, it, it, it just all builds and plays together. It, you know, it, it's a lot more than just what he does. But I mean, how unlucky Savile got to be? Ten goals from midfield, he didn't even make the top three in player of the yeah, year. Yeah, I know. No. Yeah. I mean, it was hard this year. I mean, Meredith, you know, we had some. We had some. We had a range to choose from, didn't we? It would have been easy to pick three who didn't deserve it, if you know what I mean. I mean, Sean Hutchinson, we're going to come on to defence anyway, because again, another statistic here for you. Um, Jake Sanders, Aston Villa, Derby, Brentford, Bristol, Leeds, Norwich, QPR, and Hull all failed to score the den this season. We've had a lot of conversation online about Jordan Archer, which we'll come on to. That's a, that's a pretty good defensive performance, isn't it? Hutchison, for me, to runners. be that consistent, that's why he won it. Mm. Because he is an eight or an eight and a half every match. Absolutely. He don't drop below eight. And every match, he'll make a challenge that gets the crowd going, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, yeah proper. You, you, a a Millwall challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And he, he should be captain next season as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, well, I think as we fade out Morrison, yeah. you're going to need a presence. And I think Sean, Sean Hutchinson does bring that. 46 games, but so it's a season. When, when you've got a, a good defence as well, it puts more pressure on, on the goalkeeper. I know we get to Archer in a minute. Yeah. But again, when, when you've got, if you're playing four at the back and those four are working in tandem and they know what each other's doing and they're happy and they're comfortable with it, if they've got a goalkeeper behind them that maybe they're not so confident with, yeah. that's, that's where... The but, it, but it's not just. But it's not. I mean, the way we play isn't just about the four. It's about the four in front as well. Yeah. The way we do it. Yeah. And going back to that Fulham game, Fulham found a way to stop us regrouping the line in front of the back four, and they really got us. And and that's the way to beat us is not let us get our lines in, and and just start getting at us early. And what Fulham did was just attack us higher and quicker, mm. and got onto but us. We get. We, we, I think when we get tight, field is a bit. It's because we haven't got enough cover yeah. for, for the midfielders when we have to change it we don't seem to be able to change it to play the same way no. do you know what I mean like if Tanny Cliff's in yeah. it's not his fault he's a defensive midfielder he's yeah. not an attacking midfielder yeah. so he's, he's automatic reactions to make sure that you know he's shoring things up and he's not going to go bombing forward you know or very rarely is he, he going to do that funny enough, you, but he's he a gets the ball one. you watch him and yeah. he invariably first instinct is not to lose the ball not give yeah. the ball away so the easiest way to do that is to turn around and pass it to one of the fullbacks or, or to centre back but you know, I remember when we played Middlesbrough we were raving about Tunnicliffe that day because he had not long come in for Williams he'd struggled a little bit to start with and then he was really starting to turn it on I remember so I remember I think it was that game he did a right lung bursting run right in the 90th minute or whatever from penalty box into the corner with the ball and you're like 
fucking yeah, where's that come from? Yeah. And, and he, he had that ability. I, re- I really liked him, but I thought when Williams came back in, it's no coincidence that we really started to tick after he'd had six games and got his feet back again. Yeah, no, Because no, he does tick us over, you know, it allows Saddle a bit more freedom higher up. The, so, the player we can't replace is Saddle. That's evident. Well, we looked, we looked a little bit lost of ourselves, yeah. didn't we, yeah. at Barham? I think we, we looked yeah. a little bit um, second best in Quite the field. I mean, you know, our, our squad will always be thin compared with others. I mean, we are Millwall. We're not. We're not going to be able to bring. Do you think that's by choice, though? No. Harris that's likes a small squad, doesn't he? I suppose if you've got eighteen, the best quality you can get for your for your eighteen players, mm-hmm. and that might work. But we, we we're never going to compete with the Wolves. Well, they've gone up now, but you know the, the, the teams at that level. Mm-hmm. So we have to be a little bit realistic. I mean, people are talking about signings um, and investment, and that's that's true. But we're not going to invest on the level that. No, if we can keep what we've got largely and bring in two or three just to add a little bit of quality a little bit of depth who have got that same characteristic characters the right characters got a bit to prove you can't unsettle the spirit you know and, and will be part of that squad yeah that's that's what you need spirit is what's taken us and, to and, and whether that's a journeyman like Meredith who's come through and has, has got something to prove or an overseas player who's Similar, or, or even a, a young Premier League player who has got the right, a Harry Kane type of player, or your mate Chris, you know, um, yeah. If it's if it's a player that that can fit into that bill and really hook in, then then do it that way. The trouble is, I mean, I'm not advocating we're never going to be a club who spend big, but the problem is, Berylson threw the gauntlet down to Neil. He said, "I want you to make us an established championship club." She's done. Yeah. Now it's hard to do, say we're established after one season, yeah. but I think we're all happy with where we are. Right. Job done, box ticked. And and for me, I, I I use the analogies. It's a bit like buying an house in Knightsbridge, and then looking around you and going, "Fuck me, everything's expensive round here." Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. You're in the championship. Yeah. I mean that fucking Brett or some If he's fifteen million pound of all shit, I mean the guy's he's dog shit, isn't he? <laughs> 15 million quid. Now, whether you, if you're a championship chairman, you've got to be looking around and going, well, what am I going to get right a million then? Mm. Or 300 grand. Now, the players are there. We've proved that with Wallace. And, yeah. But I think we signed them in League One, you know, and, and, and they got us promoted. Yeah. And to some degree, they may have just ridden the crest of the wave this year. Whether they can do it again next year, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we don't know, do we? So this, they, they may be playing with... Uh, to get their initials in the yeah. shop window, to I'm get not, another bite of Premier Well, it should be really. Yeah, and, and good luck to them. But but ultimately, you can't you know you can't look around and if the right player becomes available, I don't think the chairman can then say to Neil, "I'm not going to back you with one and a half, two million because <clears throat> you know that's where we are now. But I don't I don't think the decision would be the chairman's. I think it'd be Harris's himself because he knows what's happened when yeah. we've done that in the past. He's seen it. He understands what happens in a dressing room. If suddenly you bring in Bertie Big Bollocks on big wages. He's been there and seen it. You said it, Del. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Pete, if, if we're going to you know, let George Savile go, 10 goals, international player, you know, been outstanding this year, you know, it's starting at one and a half, two million. If you're going to replace him and you want something better, you've got to spend more money. But my, my biggest thing for me is, you compare the two previous managers, I've put more trust in giving Neil two, three million pounds again one by one player than the two monkeys before. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because he's going to make sure, and we mentioned it again, Nick, didn't we, around spirit. You know, you can't bring a Bertie Big Bollocks into our squad. 
No. We don't. We don't fit the dressing. Yeah. We don't fit the club. The support will find him out quite quickly. Yeah. yeah. One good thing we're good at is sniffing out. Oh, yeah. Frauds. You know. I mean, the rumor is with Marshall, who, who looks to me to be a very good player. And but the rumor is Wolves carried on paying ten k of his salary. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Now maybe that's another deal we've got to do next that's year. That's a different loan deals work. Yeah. If, if we're paying seven eight grand towards his wages and the the, the well, home club paying fifteen. What's the story with him at the moment? Do, do we actually know? He's, he's a Wolves player. Yeah, Wolves ain't gonna want him, but they'll look to offload him. The thing well, is, he's probably not Premier League. And he's, yeah, and he's put himself in the window, isn't he, for us? He's put us. himself in the window, yeah. but apparently, because Wolves have been promoted, he's due a massive pay rise. Right. So I think he's happy to take a bit of a hit on the wages, but he's not going to take a 10 grand a week. But Wolves are paying him off. Yeah, to, and it may be it. that we can do a, a deal with a big signing on fee and tailor his wages, yeah. I don't know. But for me, I think he got, was it nine assists and three goals or something? Yeah. He's been a very valuable player. He's a very and valuable player. And he can play at right back, yeah. as um, he showed in the yeah. last game. Yeah. yeah, that was actually a phenomenal performance. It, well, it, was. it must be down in front of you, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Here's yeah, a question for you all chaps. Would, would, would our squad be helped by a new goalkeeper? The Jordan Archer question. No, no um, coach. <laughs> do we need do we, I mean, is, yeah. is it an area uh, of concern I, do we need to replace well, it well the thing is do we work with what we've got it's, it's with, with Archer it's again it's like when we had a 14 goal in it there was a, a point in time where he was like the only choice because yeah. what, what's behind yeah. weren't really going to that's the point I think he needs pushing he needs and a good competition but then, but then wasn't that what pushing. Martin was pushing I mean, Martin did all right about Aston Villa, I thought. He certainly looked solid. I haven't seen much more of him than that. I think he played at Rochdale, did he? But King King looked okay, didn't he? When Archer was out the other year. We didn't lose. He played five games or seven games. We didn't lose. But he he could be the new Willie Gary. You know? know? Um, The the way I see it is it's almost irrelevant what we think of him. I think there's two factors in him. Number one, away teams perceive he has a weakness to long shots, so they'll keep trying long shots, and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. If you shoot early and long to stop us getting the getting the lines in front of him, yeah. and he fumbles one or misses it or misjudges it, as he's done several times, then they're going to keep hitting shots in. Because they ain't going to fancy trying to pass around us when they can just go direct. And the other thing is that our defenders now got faith in him because I've started seeing signs towards the end of the season that I'm not yes, sure they do. Some of the body language, some of the, 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 the looks the, the, and the stuff. The for a goal where um, he dropped yeah. the ball. Yeah, he did. He, yeah. he, dropped, he yeah. actually dropped the ball. Yeah. And people say, yeah, but Cooper was like coming across. But the ball didn't change. It, it came exactly where he was aiming for. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what was in the way, he's concentrated. And he took Cooper his eye the ball. obviously didn't get a shout till very late because he was yeah. already in the air. Yeah. But the goal, you take your eye off a football and you're in goal, just a split second, but, but the, and you lose the flight of the, the ball. The two that got it to me, and, and you know, was the the goal against Fulham, as soon as that went in, you sort of, I think it was Hutchinson sort of went. You know, you could see his, his, his look, his face, and then it was similar against um, against Middlesbrough. And and he let it in on the near post. His problem against the, the Fulham goal, I mean, he, he, he spilled it, and that can happen, the ball moves, yeah. and it was, a, it was a difficult shot to take. But he, he spilled it into the path of the oncoming prime, um, yeah. you know, the prime target for the whole Premier League, and straight into him. He's he still got a job to do, and he, I think the boy did well there. In all honesty, he had one moment to put it into the one spot that would go in the net, and he did it. But but for that spilling straight into his path, he don't have these gloves are sponsored by Teflon. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but this is the, this is the point. Like, it, 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 
what you think, and we can all defend him if we like and say he's got a lot of potential, or he could do this, or he could be the coach, or whatever. I just feel that other teams have got him as a weakness, and I, I fear that some of our players see him as a weakness. Co- I think mean, that's, that's critical. Right coaching is, available. is yeah. predominantly what what does help a goalkeeper, even if he's having a, a crisis of confidence. It's the really coach. got a shot at Kevin Pressman. There's a rumour, isn't there? So, yeah, so I, I posted today on House of Fun. I, I, I don't want to ask you to go. He's a, he's a young guy, wasn't he? 24? Yeah, he's young yeah, for a goal. You, you don't become yeah. a bad keeper that quick. No. Yeah, so my view is, is I'd like to go level playing field um, with the three of them. I don't think we need to replace any of them. I've liked the look of um, King and Martin, um, or King back. But my view is, is get a new goalkeeper coaching, um, someone with a fresh pair of eyes. You know, you spoke about we want to be an established championship side. Well, we've done that very, very quickly. We've invested and brought new players in. What changes did we make to the coaching? I know, I know we've changed a bit the coaching around, but Kevin Pressman's been there, what, three, four, five yeah, years now? Yeah. Let's just freshen it up. No disrespect the guy, but I, every time I look at him for the Jeremy Carl stand, I just, he just reminds me of the fatness coach. Do you know what I mean? And I just think, but, fucking but, hell, mate. You, you you've know, got to you look know. like, you know, you're, you're you know, and it, don't, don't get me wrong. Quality goalkeeper in his day, wasn't he? Yeah, you know, yeah. But sorry, Kevin, I think it's time for you but, to move on. But if you're now looking at saying, right, what can we do to get another six points out of it and be in the playoffs, right? What what is it that we can yeah. do? And he's looking at this minute detail now. It's not like the team needs major surgery apart from yeah. sorting out the front line. Yeah. What do we really need to do? And if he perceives that having a better goalkeeper, whatever better is, but a goalkeeper unless who might unless it win us six more yeah. points and that keeper is available at the right price, then I'd be surprised if, if he's not going to go out and look for it. Because for Harris me, is pretty ruthless like this. He's not yeah. going to fuck about. For me, though, I mean, Don mentioned Ford earlier. There was a whole season where Ford couldn't kick the ball. Yeah. I mean, Pressman first came in, he sorted that out. Yeah. So that might be a simple tweak of the coaching, changing Archer's perception of long shots or whatever might work but also the thing with Ford is he was a bastard at a dead ball we all knew yeah. where the ball was going you could see it was going <laughs> in the top left hand <laughs> corner yeah, yeah. and he'd set up the wall and you'd go you're it's too far in, over yeah, yeah, and yeah. he must have got but it was one season he must have got beat eight times yeah, yeah. now they're errors for me yeah, they're not the errors like spilling the ball that Archer's getting slaughtered yeah. for they're not setting up your fucking wall and getting beat in the top yeah. corner but the, the, question, the question mark people are saying about Archer is the footwork aspect, so can that be worked on? But it's also some keepers just seem to not be able to pick up the ball for whatever reason. Well, I don't know what impact he's had, but someone I know was talking to Brian Owen and they said he's noticed that the new ball just moves yeah, a lot more. Yeah. It's lighter, I think. It's lighter, there's yeah. a lot more. Mo- and he said that's why now goalies are being trained to not try and catch it, yeah, to palm it, punch it. Punch it. Yeah. That has got to be a reason because yeah. it must have more spin. It must have, you know, I don't know what it's that also, is. It's also how players hit the ball. We all see the technique that's being used in yeah. these free kicks that they dip and whatever. So it's not. It's the ball and the player. Yeah. It's, it's not. But but like I say, it's, it comes down to is it something that can be improved with coaching? Is it something that gets improved with experience? Is it something that gets just you know? It's just a matter because people forget. Ford was what nearly thirty. Was he when he even joined us? Tony Warner was the same. Tony Warner sat on a bench for 10 years before he ever played first team football. My, my concern with Jordan is, is the confidence. I think you can, you can coach, you can yeah. train, you, we all know that. What The part you can't reach is what's inside someone's head. The Millwall is the world's worst place for playing without confidence. I mean, we've yeah, seen yeah, Aston Villa got Lewis Graben up front, a successful yeah. goal scoring player. Now, 
he was slaughtered at the den. I mean, for, for, for many reasons. Yeah. Um, and I just wonder whether we're, one thing we're very good at, even with John Marquis to a degree, he's also scoring goals in, in the lower division, but we, we do find players that we pin all of our woes on, don't we? And I think yeah. John's just in that, that But category. has he, I mean, I can't recall anything publicly Slaughtered on going against us online, but but not in the Harris, ground. Uh, Harris has always defended him as well, which I think is, yeah. is the right thing to do. Yeah. But you know, I suppose the bottom line for me is if someone came in, there is rumours Leicester are looking at him or whatever. If someone come in and nicked him up for one and a half, two million, is he replaceable? For me, yeah, yeah, no, he is replaceable. Yeah, is Morrison yeah. replaceable? No, <clears throat> is Savile replaceable? No, Not so much, no. But a goalkeeper, if you've got some sensible money for Archer, would it be a bad thing if you left? There, there, no. there will be players sitting on the bench and have sat at the bench for years in Premier League clubs that haven't been getting games that are more than capable of playing. It's like, like I said, like Warner, if you look at our recent goalkeeper, Warner, you know, recent years of good ones, Warner came in in that environment, Ford came in in that way. Keller was different because he'd been, you know, around blocks and, and there's, I don't know if this is all bollocks or this talk of links into Germany and some Spa uh, Mexican Sanchez. Well, I don't know if that was I don't know if that's news, 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 news. you know what's going on these days. But, but, you know, but someone who is completely off the radar for us, we haven't even seen yet. Yeah. Um, but you know, was it what was the one who was the ex Charlton? Was it the ex Charlton who was at was he at Leicester? Hamer? Was it Hamer? Hamer, yeah. Was he at Leicester? Yeah, he was, I think. Now one point five million and Hamer. You yeah. see where I'm going? It might yeah. be someone like that is the It's interesting we talk about mistakes though, because even though I think he's an exceptional talent, mm. Marlon, the last three games cost us the goals. Oh, yeah. yeah. Almost to a man. Because he gave um, Sessegnon too much. Oh, space. I wouldn't blame him at all for that. Sessegnon just all through the game, very, very quickly. Derek, all through the game, he wasn't tight enough on Sessegnon. We were saying, look how much room he's giving him. And he was wandering away from him and leaving him. I actually thought that's how we wanted to play him. I wouldn't give a player that ever, 10 yards all round No, but that might have been what they wanted him to do. I think you've. you've, you've the got, Middlesbrough game then. Yeah. With yeah. a ball over the top. Yeah. Again, probably too tight that injured, time. He was injured, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean this is the problem. Uh, to my mind, Marlon got injured. I can't remember when. Some point in the Fulham game, and, and I was watching the whole second half. I was expecting him to be pulled, and I'm surprised he died up against middles when he lasted what thirty. Well, McLaughlin was on Yeah, I mean he, he, he was taken off, and McLaughlin was suddenly back on the bench, and you could see they were expecting it to happen. But the thing is, people talk about Sessegnon's a good example of this. They now essentially convert wingers to become fullbacks, and defending is the second thing they learn. If yeah. you get what I mean, they learn their trade. So, young fullbacks will always make mistakes. And and I'll just look at Marlon. I think if you want a, a Premier League sort of fullback, pace, energy, decent ability on the ball, good spring, you can get up and whatever. You, see, you could see him playing in that environment, but he's going to make mistakes at the back, just like Carl Walker, mm. and just like Bertrand, and just like Danny Rowe. You know, they all do it. But it's funny he hasn't been lambasted for mistakes the way Archer has. Yeah. No, yeah. we always choose you where we go. I mean, Dunny, when Dunny played oh, right yeah. back, yeah. every fucking week he'd he, he, he cost us a goal or whatever. And the fans absolutely slaughtered him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But maybe it's because Marlon's young or because he did so well in the early part I think of the it's because his dad was in so and so and never yeah. Back to life, yeah. back to reality. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, Fair realistically. I personally think he cost us a few goals yeah, to the team yeah. this season. Yeah. Second, second season itis, I've written here, chaps. Um, 
was, is this going to be the real test of Neil Harris? I wanted to come on to talk about Neil because I think it's been a huge season for him personally. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be a difficult test. He even says so himself, a couple of quotes off of bug out here. Neil Harris speaking to the news again, we need to try and get better this summer, it won't be easy. Um, and he also another one about realism, he's talking about Sean Dyche in the, in the um, Premier League, who will set out in his mind each season to get 40 points, therefore survival. The aim for us next season to get the 50 points. So, um, I think Neil will have ambition, but I think equally there's a realism there. So I, I think the ruthlessness to him is all one thing I've picked he up. He does say the right thing yeah. though, doesn't he? he yeah, does. yeah. He does. Yeah. I, I think, our, but with respect, I think our success this year has made it harder for him next year. If we'd ended up where we all thought we would, fourth or fifth from bottom, you think, okay, we can move on and we can do better. But, you know, to just miss the playoffs now, um, and he, you know, I think he's made a few statements recently about, you know, strengthening the squad and, you know, freshening things up. You, you do think to yourself, actually, he's made it harder for himself, which is a great place to be, don't get me wrong, it's a great place to be. Um, so that's what I think is going to make but it the, interesting about this. This is what I go back to, it's like Kenny Jackett. Where do you go having finished eighth yeah. in the championship? Yeah. For a club of our size, yeah. the next step is a huge one. And, and, and I like, and you, you know, he's mentioned himself, Sean Dyche. He's got to look at Sean Dyche and Burnley and say, that's, that's, that's where we've world. got to be yeah, looking right. at doing. And he's then got to look and say to himself, what I don't want to be, because I compared us to Leicester a bit this season in the way we were. You know the way they won the Premier League and, and the risk that Leicester suddenly went out and bought the big money players and did this. Yeah. Players rebelled against the manager. He's out in his ear hole. And, and so one know. of the things you could say that needs to happen, and you said it there, Nick, the, the goals we scored this year, we didn't have a prolific goal scorer. No, no, we didn't. Yeah, you know, you just come through the squad, but you know, no, 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 Marlon's no, 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 popped up. Cooper's got goals. Yeah. You know, Savile's got Savile. ten. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Savile, yeah. ten. Yeah. So you start thinking to yourself that actually we, we sat here earlier and speaking about Morrison. Where's the next Morrison? Gregory, you know, he's got the years offer, but let's say he does go to Sheffield. We don't think Elliot's going to make it. Is the investment in strike force? You know, do we bring in a big, big hitter who's going to score us 15, but, 20 goals in a season? But I'm going to start my favourite subject in a minute. But first of all, what's going to be cheaper? Gaining 12 extra points from signing a better goalkeeper? Or 12 extra points from signing a goalkeeper, a goalie, a, sorry, a goal scorer who's going to stick 20 goals in. Well, goalkeepers. Because how much is sure. that? You've, we've talked about Asan Bolonga costing 15 million mm. quid. How many, how many goals did he score yeah, on Bolonga? Good point there. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. But, but, but the fact <laughs> is, anyone who you think is going to score 20 goals in the championship is going to cost you 5, 10 million. Did I see John Menard at top of the team? What's his name? Top of the uh, thing. I was. I talked to uh, one of my, my boys and, and my grandson. We, we did the um, Telegraph fantasy football oh, yeah. thing, yeah. But you can also do it for the championship, championship as yeah. well. So I I put all of um, all my team in the championship. It was all, 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 all season. But they do a good thing on there where you can you can filter it. You can see over the whole season who you know which player from which team had got the most points and Archer was actually sixth best goalkeeper yeah because he kept lots yeah. of clean sheets so you've got a stat like that and then there's the other one of him topping the error league the top of the error yeah. as well yeah. as fantastic so my point is if he, if next season Archer doesn't do any worse than what he did this year yeah. and we score more goals surely we're going to make the playoffs yeah, but like then, I say yeah. what's, yeah. what's going to be cheaper finding a new goalie or finding a, a 20 million you know yeah well to, to, to emphasise that point Barry there the, the same um, stats in the Telegraph, when you look at the strikers, 
I mean, nowhere near. Nowhere near. No, 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 I think, I think Gregory was like about 10th or 11th. For me, the yeah, answer you know, is, is, I think, persevere with Archer, maybe get a new coach in, and try and get that nugget, that, that young Premier League player who we can guarantee a season. Yeah. Yeah. A, loan, pace, a loan deal, young, thing, or Yeah, loan just, deal, maybe yeah. get him in a loan deal. Then wages doesn't come an issue. Um, I think players like Morrison will accept that you know he's not going to play 46 games next year, and if he can see that the team are moving forward, he'll be all right. Well, this is this is what I'm going to say. My next pet subject was last time we got in this position, we went out and got Henderson, and it was the beginning and the end because yeah. he scored goals himself. The whole thing started falling apart. Yeah, but the bit, so going back to what Pete said there, you, you, if you read anything Harry Kane says about his time with us. Mm. He says that was that was a real introduction for him for, to football. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You know, he said when, when we lost games, you know, I could see it written on the faces of the fans. Boy, remember? Mm. You know, and he, I think he, he, he respectfully does remember the time he was. Yeah. So I, I actually think, you know, I don't know, young kid, who's looking good. Well, wait, 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 yeah. Especially now, yeah. the, how well we've done, come down, could fit in with the spirit of the squad really well. Mm. I, I think the focus needs to be around the front because of, as you said, A.J. Morrison, A.J. Gregory. Who's the next Chris Wood, though? The next Chris Wood? Because that is a player who comes well, with a real goal so scoring impact. Because this is, that, that, is there that player that's sort of languishing in, in, in a Premier League reserves, never quite made it after a big move, who, who might come out on loan for a season. The answer to that question, Derek, is there, there will be there a Chris Wood yeah. We don't know them because they're not well known, but hopefully this recruitment team, I think they've actually done really well, I think that's worth worth saying. Mm. I'm hoping that they've got their tabs on these players because yeah. that's that's yeah. where the, 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 uh, the next step will lie. Yeah. Would, would we keep Sam Cahill as... If it's possible, I know he lives in um, to do what, the though? US. To do what though? This is well, the he's, thing. well, maybe there's a debate around what, what did he do off the, oh, on I, the pitch, I off think, the pitch. Oh, I think um, we know what he did. I think we know what he did. I think I'm more for me next year is to do what. But you start talking about, you know, so I've, I've thrown out there about, you know, um, 
new goalkeeper coach, get Denzel in, mm-hmm. you know, that's your heart saying that, and then you start hearing, like, so Robbo's finished now, isn't he? Well, yeah. And you think, yeah, but we've got a great defence, but actually, you know, reinforce it, get, Harris wants to get the right people around him. But then you start thinking about Tim Cale, and you, what would he want to do at the club? That's the thing. Well, you'd presume some kind of coaching, mentor type, well, I don't know what you'd have in a squad. You don't, you don't know, that's the problem, and you can't see what he could do. And actually, pick up Robinson, since Adam Barrett come in, look at what the defence has done. Yeah. So you're going to tweak that? Yeah, yeah. I know. Like you say, no sentiment about no. any of this. No, I, I think I think Neil Harris is quite a ruthless character. I don't think he's driven by sentiment. I don't think he was driven by sentiment bringing Cahill back. What I thought came with Tim Cahill was um, an elevated sense of football stardom. He's in touch with the global yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. He's played for the New York, he's played for the Australian national side, he's, he's played with if Thierry Henry. If the rumours are true that he was coming for next to no money, just to tick it along, it, there was no risk in it, there was no doubt. No, there was no, it. It was no he was good fella to have around, he got the crowd, everything worked Didn't he gave the crowd for us, didn't it? Can, can you, can you justify a whole yeah, season yeah. on that? But for him personally, the whole getting up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, going training, being amongst the boys again, I think that was important for him. Yeah. You know, whether he makes the World Cup or not, who knows. But I mean, this, this, this Thursday club, he was quickly absorbed into this Turkish restaurant they would go to and have a. Literally a mile from here. Um, have Have Like other Turkish restaurants are. Have you eaten there? I have on many yeah. occasions. On many occasions. Is it any good there? Uh, yes, I'll probably recommend it. But there are other Turkish <laughs> restaurants, <laughs> as Derek has mentioned. <laughs> El Turkistan. El Turkistan. Turkistan. <laughs> no, it's very nice. What, what, what they don't talk about is the Raskas crowd. That's, no, well, that, that's, <laughs> that's another level, that is. So, so is that, that's, a no, that's a no to Tim Cahill? We're, we're not really seeing much point to him? Or um, do we see value in, in retirement? I don't know. Oh, it, was, it was great getting him back, wasn't it? Is his family going to come back to the UK and all that? He's got to be committed, is not he? I can't see him. I think, I mean, Morrison's doing all his badges. I think. Oh, definitely. Probably the next manager. I've said it before. I said that. Didn't I say I can't remember. He's got that edge about him. Morrison, I've said already, will be our next manager. And and actually, so so on that point, if you're talking about replacing Morrison, let's get someone in next year, and the year after, Morrison will coach that guy. Yeah. Harry, my, my oppo on the, on the radio station, has picked out a few players that he would like to see go in the summer. I want to throw them out yet. Jordan Archer, we've touched on already. He's got it in for Archer. Um, yeah. Tunnycliffe, would we keep Tunnycliffe? No, no. Get shot at Tunnycliffe? I think that'd be a no, massive I, mistake. Get, no. we, you, Derek's for keeping. Oh, okay. Okay. Going back to if it's a question of changing the way we play a little bit, um, maybe Tunnycliffe and Williams with Savile in a 10 roll. Ferguson. In the way that Trotter did when we played in the Championship before. Shane Ferguson. Yeah, let him go. Ferguson. It's a shame. Biggest miss. He was a typical Danny show, wasn't he? As you said, his, his Twitter account. This, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 quality, he's, yeah. yeah. He's, he's probably got one of the best deliveries. Well, he got, it was his cross that got yeah, us well, into the... No one else is going to get their pizzas, are they? But, realistically, he's a little bit too lightweight and he, yeah. he, he don't yeah. beat players. What about you, Don? No, he's had his time so we're keeping Archer, we're keeping Tunnicliffe. Tom Elliott, I think we've touched on already. Would we keep him or would we... Would we I don't know what we've got him on at the moment. Is he on a... Oh, I can't course. believe he's on a... He, 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 he probably is. Wimbledon would have him back tomorrow. Yeah. I've heard their fans. I love him. He's, he's a likeable bloke. I think he's a... He yeah, seems, seems really good from what I've seen. Yeah. The only thing I would say about Elliott is that he came to us... He's always he had those muscular injuries to start with. He yeah, always wore yeah. those long johns yeah, and warm ups. Yeah. 
we saw with Hutchinson a player who struggled for fitness and we got him right. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that with a pre-season, a proper conditioning programme, whatever, we can have a fitter, more active Elliot next season that there, could there, contribute? There's something in there. I mean, what, what we saw at Leeds and what we saw on occasions when he has played, there's, there's something in there. I'm sorry. Um, whether, yeah. whether he's too far in his career now to extract... You're quite right. He's a lovely bloke, but... Peter's yeah. a lovely bloke as well, and he did. I wouldn't have played for him, though, Peter. The thing is, <laughs> I don't know, maybe that party last night he did. <laughs> the, question, the question you've got to ask is if you get rid of him, are you freeing up wages to bring someone yeah. as well, good or better in? I would yeah. only say if yes, not, keep him. Because if there's no, no one coming in. Yeah, you, if you're going to yeah. get someone in, it's got to be someone who's better. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, otherwise, yeah, no point, is there? So and the same for Jason. When did we sign him? But when did we sign Elliot? Was it quite early? Because did he early get a season, did he get a proper proper summer with us? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like I say, there's that thing with Hutchinson, who we, I was saying was a sick note, who was constantly injured, had hamstring problems, and suddenly we got a forty six game Elliot season out. Elliot got his goals in the league. Could, could we do that with um, with Elliot? I don't know. What about Shackle? I think you can see the point in that signing. I didn't know what. It's because Tony Craig was going. We need an yeah. experienced centre half. Well, he's barely played, is he? I mean, he's, you know, he's 35, isn't he? He's, he's, he's only coming when we need a three man defence. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when Craig was coming on for the last five minutes just to sh shut things up? Craig obviously wanted to move on because he had other things to go to. Shackle was obviously available. But did Shackle start a game? No. No, he's, he didn't no, start a league no, game, did he? He was a late second half out no, I'm, I'm not saying keep him by any means. He's not less talented than TK, or would he come in for two or three minutes? That's why we signed him. Who's the other left back we've got? I'm trying to remember his fucking name. Harry Toffolo. That was one for the few. Named, named, after the, <laughs> named after the sweet. Well, uh, so, <laughs> sorry, I've not seen him. I got to drop it when I was at uh, Reading Away. Uh, Clang! <laughs> I got to drop it and uh, see Tim outside and uh, got obviously got a photo with him. And like, Harry Toffolo was with him. He's sort of standing there going, oh, welcome to the club, mate. He's like, I think he was just totally fucking starstruck by it. All these people around Kale. What, by me and you? Yeah, of course he was. Didn't know that. Let's do our favourite moments of the season. fuck me up. Favourite moments of the season. Barry, what was your favourite moment of the season? Did you choose one? Anyone? I think it's got, for me, it has got to be the Leeds game. Yeah. Because I didn't go, and the stream came up, and it was Leeds United TV. Um, and it was, it was a Jimmy Shovel presenter, wasn't it? it? No, it was like two, two, two of our northern uh, best journalists, best all-time journalists. Totally not, not, not Rob from Leeds. And um, it, I've got, I literally got it up within five minutes on my iPad. I've gone in the front room. I've got the cable. I've plugged it into the widescreen. I sat there, and then like the family have turned up. Daughters come back. Jesus sees it. Yeah, I sat yeah. there, you know. And I, I just watched that game. You know, we we went up and. They went down to ten men and then they pulled it back. And Three two, and then you just that fucking Wallace's goal was just something else. And like you're sitting there, their commentators like really building the game up, but we just stuffed them. And then for me, so that was you know we spoke about Catalyst, but for me from then on, you know, the goal on that run. Wallace got a winner, didn't he? Was that any, yeah, any he come over to the, the like away fans and all that. And I, I spoke to a couple of people I know who went and they said oh it was something else like the atmosphere was something oh no else. it was mad it was mental, yeah. it, was and, mental. Um, so, it was Millwall mental was yeah, for me that was the moment because there was a number of, I mentioned Sheffield but there was a number of games that were really really good but that one yeah. what about you Peter anything different I or? quite enjoy. I mean obviously Leeds but I, mean, I quite enjoyed being QPR QPR oh. and, oh, and the World League Committee for <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought that was good that, that was a little uh, for Neil that must have been yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. yeah. yeah. 
What about no, you, Don? I, your... I can't top the Leeds one. No, I can't I top the Leeds. That's got to be it for me. Yeah. Derek? Um, anything different? In a funny sort of way, yeah, trying something different. Uh, we just talked about Tim Cale's return. Yeah. Just to sort of explain to my 17-year-old what, what Tim Cale meant to this football club. Yeah. Let alone my 12-year-old. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. my 17-year-old was, you know, just started coming just after the Cale goal and, and yeah. you can start reminiscing about yeah. Old Trafford and, and, and you know where he wrote his and just having him back for that bit I think and the first time he came on the pitch and yeah. you know just that little bit of buzz it gave the play. it did it gave, the, it gave us all a huge huge lift I also liked when Neil and Morrison were pushing the Middlesbrough fans out of the way to yeah. fuck off yeah. to get to the Middlesbrough fans <laughs> on TV because when it happened Bradford the ginger winger was like, oh, they could have killed our players. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Morrison like, and Neil yeah, just yeah. fucked them off out of it. Get out of the way, you must. It's Millwall yeah. style. Yeah. Millwall what, about, style. what about you, Nick? Well, I, I, I mean, at least three Mill four that was up there, so that was, uh, we've touched yeah. on that. I also want to pick up Mill one Leeds nil, the game that blighted their season over it, because they won their players posted that, that they were never the same after getting beat at Millwall, and I thought that was quite funny. Because yeah. it was quite early. It was quite early in the season. Yeah, the season yeah, we were on thirty yeah. games oh, left. But that was one of the true Millwall performances. We battered them, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they got Millwall, didn't they? Yeah, they got Millwall. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, there's a couple of moments. Big Norwich four 0 didn't we? Norwich was a good game. The fun, I look back, I'm really enjoying a game. Yeah, I think that was probably the funny it. quirk of the season for me. I think I'm right in saying, was it Burton beat us twice? No, we, 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 we struggled we in yeah, October and November. Yeah. We struggled. We had one win. Over Burton five five defeat. Defeat. That's That's probably the low point. Yeah, and Barnsley beats three one at the day. Yeah, Barnsley. You think fuck? How did that happen? How did that happen? We, 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 we struggled because against that's the Leicester Sawyers. Yeah, but then you talk about that, and like I say, I mentioned the Sheffield United game. That December was great, you know, we met at Middlesbrough. But even like Wolves Boxing Day, you know, what a side Wolves are, but, uh, you know, we could have nicked that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we, we had some great games this year. I've got, I've got a few worst moments I'll throw away. I won't do a lot of the worst moments. The FA Cup defeat of Rochdale, I thought was disappointing to go up there get beat 1 0. But probably. That was just before the start of the unbeaten run. So was he vindicated? Then we would have had scores yeah, at home, wouldn't we? We'd have been all do, focused on that. If we'd, got that yeah. if we'd have played Tottenham and got spanked 6 0, I Which we probably would have. I, I, I said that at the time. It may have been a do, blessing. Are we really bothered about winning up there, knowing that we're playing Spurs again? Get smacked. Because look at what happened last year after we lost. We'd we had, yeah, we we had our cup runs a couple of seasons before with a free Because wasn't it we'd gone six games without conceding a goal before we played up at Spurs? Something, or something ridiculous, wasn't it? And let's be honest, everyone really wanted to play Spurs. Not because they really wanted to see us beat Spurs. Because it's a tasty fixture. <laughs> it was because of the off-the-pitch antics, wasn't it? No one really cares about, football, really, about the fucking football. It's Tottenham coming to the den, possibly. You know, and, and, and that was what the disappointment was. That they, they couldn't have a biff and a boff outside the ground. Nothing to do with football. I've also picked out uh, the bloke in Speedos versus, versus Aston Villa. I don't know what that was all about. It's it's stranger. About, what a stranger yeah. he was. It, it, sometimes I think we, we are a very different football club. I can't yeah. imagine any Millwall fan going to I suppose Aston Villa in the last day dressed into a pair of skimpy little... He could have afforded a string vest. I don't know. Um, moments like that tell you that we are very, very different. Um, <laughs> special. Special. <laughs> special. <laughs> a few other bits. I'm just looking at the... Um, season next season, the championship, looking at the clubs that are going to be in it. 
We've got um, Millwall, Brentford, Bristol City, Sheffield, Norwich, Ipswich, Leeds, QPR, Sheffield Wednesday, Forest, Hull, Preston, Wigan coming up from League One, Blackburn from League One, Reading, Birmingham, Bolton, and then from uh, the Premier League, Stoke, West Brom, probably Swansea, I guess, after today. Yeah. Um, and then. Where's the toilet for that? Downstairs. Fulham, we've got Fulham. Yeah. What, what, what? One at three from Fulham, Aston Villa, Middlesbrough, Derby, possibly Shrewsbury, Rotherham, Sheffield, or Chelsea. I don't think there's anyone there to be really scared of. I mean, we've, we've beaten most of these once already this season. I don't see much to yeah, be I fearful mean, of in that, that little list of... The, the, the watchword for me is, I don't like to talk about clubs, but Reading. Reading made the playoff final the yeah. season before last. Well, they were Jack Stanley this season, weren't they? They so, finished fifth bottom, was it, this yeah. season? They just avoided relegation. So coming on the second season or whatever you want to call it, yeah. we could quite easily get fucking relegated next year, in my mm. view. That league That's is that wide open. It's, it's depressing, but just a little touch of realism there. Yeah. If we go in and we don't build, teams may find us out a little bit. You know, it's I'm, a I'm very competitive. <coughs> yeah, like I say, I keep coming back to it. It's the Millwall cycle. Yeah. Yeah. This is usually the tough season because we come up, we've had a good bash at it. Everyone's happy. Everyone's hunky dory. We've got to make sure we we've got kick, to get we, we need to, and we need to start. I think we need yeah. to start quicker. Yeah, it's a couple of clubs. So for me, um, uh, Blackburn. I think if the Venkies want to be a bit braver than they have in the past and throw a bit of money at it, West Brom. Yeah, Wigan been taken over or something. Um, Wigan and Charlton have got taken and, money. If they and, come it, well, and the other one for me is obviously fucking silly bollocks has gone from QBR now. Yeah, um, he's got though, isn't he? I think now. you've got to watch it with Wednesday so, because when all their strikers came back, the last mm. seven games they fucking hammered teams. And, Le- and Leeds can't struggle forever. That's a big plot. No, that's no. a major plot. Well, we've been saying that for twenty years. Yeah, but equally, <coughs> someone, someone to pick up, someone to go down. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a tough division. We, we that do list, though, you, when you read that list out, I mean, there's some fucking big clubs. In oh yes, yeah. some great fixtures to look forward to. If we read that list out 12 months ago, we wouldn't yeah. be sitting there so to be scared. We'd go, fuck it, hell, how are we going to do it? That's my point. You look at the games, you know, we beat a lot of the top sides, you know, Wolves draw, um, Villa away, nil-nil. We should have won that, should we? Do you, do you think that the... Um, yeah, you're right. The, like, you know, like when you get to the start of the season and the, the pundits, all come out of who they think are going to be the strugglers. The yeah, yeah. I mean, last season I don't think there was anyone that didn't no, have a didn't have a stand as yeah. a <coughs> for No, we were all talking for But it was us or Burton, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But is that? Do you think that that's going to change this time? Yeah, out? I think they're all going to say, "Oh, we've got a struggle to say in that." Yeah, blah blah blah. I guess we the same thing. And I think we'll be relegation. Do we want it any differently? I'd no. I'd prefer that. What do we love? We'd have a big. Big game at the den against one of these big time clubs. Well, like I mean, say West Brom, Stoke, Sheffield. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Stoke, yeah. West Brom. Don't yeah. we, that's that's. Do you know what the, we love, um, yeah. the teams that are coming down? They get the, they still get the parachute. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ninety million, isn't it? Yeah, it's And they get a lot of money don't? just for finishing last as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I'm just wondering whether or not. I mean, putting out Sunderland, didn't it? Stoke, but are they mismanaged beyond belief? Stoke have been mismanaged. West, West Brom, whatever they've done wrong, they've done a lot of things wrong. They I think if you look at how they finished the season with a, an honest manager playing most of his British players and having a bash at it, and he's not going to probably lose too many players. I think they'll be strong. Mm-hmm. You know, they got the. You know, they were the boy and boy bankers, weren't they? They were up and down like yeah. the yeah. 
So, yeah. I think yeah. West Brom will be strong. Stoke. Can I just add, that's yeah. the third goal that Crystal Palace have uh, conceded. Yeah. I just thought I'd throw that out yeah. I'm not really watching it, but... Um, you're just looking for any lesbian behind you out there, Barry? Or uh, is there anything happening? Well, I'm standing behind yeah. Derek, so I can't... just scored, it's whipped her top off, hasn't <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't <laughs> get to the uh, glass to see Derek's in a way. That's Mrs Kale. It's got a new chest. Next season, I follow, which is Keep the... Keep locks to be in then, won't he? <laughs> the Football League's live streamed channel, I follow going to let us stream midweek live games so those long northern trips might be a thing that's but that's didn't someone say that I mean that's for if you're living abroad isn't it no, no. well it is this season I think next season in the UK yeah the only games they can't play are the three o'clock window Saturday, games Saturday yeah. Saturday yeah. Three do, do, we, do we like that do we like the idea of streaming midweek I mean it's I'm sorry I, 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 I honestly don't understand still don't understand I mean take the Premier League as the example which is yeah. what everyone goes to in this country you know I still don't understand why they can't show every single game live at three o'clock on a Saturday and you can you know the, the technology's there and the money's there and why can't they do that because because the, the fear that gate receipts but that doesn't matter by Derek anymore by does it the amount no, of money I, they're getting no, I'm not disagreeing with the, the money doesn't matter to them anymore that's why it, is. it, it wouldn't really, matter yeah. if nobody turned up to watch the game well, they still, the still get the money we, we could do like in the States in the States no matter what the, the figures are but it used to be that you couldn't broadcast the games within a yeah, you know, 100 out, mile radius or something like that there's no reason I think it's actually quite sad for football because I think it will it will cut the number of fans travelling. It will change the dynamics in the stadium. I, I just don't think it's a good thing. You know what it'll be? There'll be people, Millwall will be at Rochdale or something. There'll be people standing out here watching Romney, watching Millwall v Rochdale stream on their phone. Yeah. yeah. I find it hard that any camp would want to watch Bromley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go. find it quite sad. Um, it, it cuts out the, I mean, it's going to damage the lesser clubs it won't probably won't at the Premier League I think you're right Don I think yeah, they, they will survive yeah. they could they could no one turn up in Arsenal they'd still have millions and millions but it will hit um, smaller time football yeah, will um, Burton suddenly get 4,000 Leeds fans or something will I travel with Bolton on a Tuesday night would I watch it at home yeah. probably not um, the thing that worries me is a critical probably last few years where there's less and less clubs which I would say are very traditional like Neville in that you know, working class backgrounds, families going, and you're seeing le less and less of that at Millwall already, aren't you? Yeah. So actually, if you if you start giving people an option not to do that, they will it go will take it, and watch it. it. And, I, and I think that's quite sad for the game. But there yeah. it is, it's, it's coming in. I think you pay, it's like a pay-per-view subscription, I'm going, I guess. So where, where would they be showing it? On, 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 on YouTube, they're going through YouTube channels, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Um, well, do you, you see it now, don't you? Almost, I don't know what the difference is between our midweek crowds and... Saturday crowds, but it's quite it's quite a lot, isn't it? It's well, we, we the saw the that. That's always a few few thousand at least, isn't it? Oh, we've had some big games lately, yeah, that's a bit different. But going after work, um, we didn't it's have that many midweek games this year. Did many can't make like it. it. Many coming in from played on a Tuesday after about March, did we? No. So there we are. So yeah, next season I follow. Apparently, we'll let you stream midweek games. Um, Does that mean Channel Five ain't got the Channel 5, there's another point I've got here, the Football League in its infinite wisdom has sold their highlights package, which used to be on Channel 5, to Channel, Sky Channel 144, Quest TV. Quest, yeah. I've never even Quest. heard of it. Is that on Freeview? Do you have to pay it? To pay for it? I no don't idea. think so. No, I, mean, I looked on it because I've never heard of it, and they, they had like um, 
NASCAR special blooper champ yeah. program. And he's going um, over there with them, isn't he? Who's motorcycle guy? racing from Sweden. The guy who presents it, what's his name, the Irish fella? I don't want to call him Murray. Yeah, he's going over well, he's, well, he's, he's, he's the name, yeah. yeah. I, well, I thought that, I mean, the Channel 5 programme was quite good, and I've been on it a few times, so I don't I think that's Oh, great. well, there you go. Quite a good have you got your record card yet? Have we got his autograph yet? <laughs> <laughs> you get it afterwards. Get selfies. Let's have some selfies. Um, so, yeah, Quest TV, I don't know. Um, never heard of the channel until this, this announcement came out. Yeah. That's where you're going to see your, your, your Football League highlights next season. Um, there we are, modern, modern football. Um, and on that subject, um, the EFL, which I hate the name EFL, Football League, have removed the mandatory requirement on clubs to produce a match day programme. And that was sad. Oh, do you know what? I didn't even know it was mandatory. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I really didn't know that. But, but it's apparently... Um, so they're not saying you can't do it now. They're saying no, it's you, don't, you don't have, you don't to, have do to do it. Um, I think the thing with football programmes, I used to be an avid collector. You know, They were like your trophies, your yeah. war, war trophies, weren't they? But I think when I was actually reading it, I'd either read everything that was in there on one of the websites, or in the local press, or heard it on a podcast or whatever. It, I, I wasn't learning anything. There was no, no news no. in the program. No. It, it, it often wasn't worth. It's bland, corporate. Yeah, that would offend anyone. This case, yeah. say nothing. It's, uh, years, years ago, I can remember when there was no internet. Yeah, like, I know. I think I'm slightly a bit older than. Steady you you certainly looking. God, God bless you, Dan. <laughs> but you go, you go to away games, yeah, and yeah. I used to be drunk in them I days. can't believe that. Yeah. yeah, and I used to be like, I did, couldn't tell you anything about what was going on with the game. Yeah, but for some obscure reason, I always got a fucking program, <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be stuffed in me fucking back pocket. Oh, when, when I got home, I sobered blood. up. Yeah. <laughs> When they sober up, I would read. I would actually read the fucking thing, and I'd get it out, and I'd look. But I wouldn't read the program. I just go to the middle bit. Yeah, and, the, the away team and profile. It was like, yeah. And I can always remember every. It was you used to read about the players, and it was. You think, who's that? I know. Wait a minute. Challenge Ch- 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 winger. <laughs> Alan. Alan. Always remember Alan Dorney. Yeah, and it used to be the same thing. You know, a fine utility player right, from Bermondsey. <laughs> Every fucking program I ever had, it, and it was it must we probably wrote the content. I probably sent it to yeah, him. Yeah, and that's why they used to send it out to every single club. They used to stick it in the fucking program. Wasn't there also like a football league magazine that went in? They, they they yeah, 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 I remember. But also, you used yeah. to. Uh, yeah, Don, I probably remember this as well. You used to have tokens on the back of the program. Yeah. So that if ever you got a big cut match, yeah. you had if you had. But the only exclusive bit I used to get a programme for was to hear what the manager had to say, but like you look at he's online all the time now, Neil. So other than Berrison going in there and saying something, there's nothing in there, like you said, Pete, there's nothing in there you're gonna read that you ain't heard. Unless the they is, think they're going to make money. I remember thinking that one one day these would be worth thousands. <laughs> <laughs> is that and like your shares as well? They're, they're <laughs> well I've, got, I've got one. Well, I've got I've still got some programs. I gave most of my programs away years yeah, ago, I but I've about. still got almost a full set of when we first went up yeah. for the old first division. Yeah. I think I'm only missing. I mean, Middlesbrough away. I think it was. Yeah. I think that's the only one. I've never got it. I could probably get it if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and I've got the um, any any like 
playoff final, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And, yeah. and the yeah. FA Cup final. Yeah. Yeah. The FA Cup final one right. we've got is fucking upside down. So you, you, you know, that's what I've got the thing. That's what I was thinking. Like, it might be. Yeah. So <laughs> you're looking at it. Well, like when you open the thing, it's everything. <laughs> you have to turn it up. Like, like a misprint. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just the cover's just been stapled on the wrong way around. So I'm really hoping what pieces. So I was when I get to like really old, like about sixty. So it's a man to tell, two years tell, time. Tell, tell, tell me if it is, right? And then I'm going to get mine, unpick the staples, <laughs> turn the cover upside down, <laughs> put it around. through. Fucking no other difference. Yeah. Mandatory requirement, apparently, and that's no longer to be mandatory. But Nick, Nick, that's what happened with the F hour fanzine, didn't it, really? Yeah. It, it, it's, you, I mean, you yeah. realise that... Time moves on. Time yeah, moves on. Time what, what, moves on. What I found with the fans, you know, and I imagine football match programs are the same because it's the, it was the same people buying it. Um, I was I'd sell. Was, I could sell probably 250, 300 copies, and it produced a nice little sum that would go to charity, and that was all good stuff. And the physical effort to, to do that, yeah. and um, a lot of people didn't know what it was. And I found that kind of sad well, that we, we, we now live in a world where you don't know what a fanzine is or what it's meant to be. Dan's um, recently. I don't know what he's up to, but he's talking about it. The show will look different next year. But I know he, one of the things he said to me is keen to catch up the younger Millwall fans. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, the, the younger Millwall fans coming through are, are coming through a, a period where you know their mums, their dads are not buying programmes, so they don't buy one anyway. So it's like yeah. you know the younger ones coming through they want to see it on YouTube, don't they? Well, it's, yeah. it's funny. I, I caught myself bemoaning this. Oh, you know, it's, it's the end of the old football. And then my wife said to me, when did you buy a programme last night? I haven't bought one in years. So I go to the pub's closing. When did you go to the pub? I haven't been to the pub for years. My my boy, it was part of going with him till probably three years ago. So we've got seven years worth of programmes piled up in his loft cupboard thing. And we haven't brought one, he doesn't miss it, he, you know, he doesn't go back it's to the different. The, world. the, the, the world is changing, yeah. you can't turn the clock back, it's, it's hard. You, talk, you spoke about 88, 89, a bigger one for me is I, I was obsessed that year, um, and I bought four newspapers every Sunday, and I've got four scrapbooks yeah, yeah, you showed me from, every sun, yeah. from every Sunday, and again, I've got all the programmes, but I go back to my scrapbooks, yeah, and it's always it's interesting what the journo fucking wankers said about us. Because it flushes back that game, you know, when you were there, like, and, and you just think, oh, you wanky, you don't know what you're talking about. So I've got more out of that to be true, looking back. I've got two, 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 two to close us today. Actually, I've got three. Talking about Don and, and your programme stuck in your back pocket. I remember something called the Mill Brick. Do you remember the, yeah. the, 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 the kind of um, urban, the urban scare, the Mill Brick? Rolled up news. Rolled up news. Rolled Actually, news. Actually, mate, yeah. has, has anyone in this room ever seen a Mill Brick used in anger? I, I, yeah. You have? I have. And okay. he actually made the SAS Survival Handbook. Because I've never heard you could make an instant weapon. Yeah, rolled up newspaper. But has he seen it in used in, yes. in, in action? I in, have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, rem- I remember. I won't say who by. I'm going to say we leave it there. But, um, yeah, quite Can effective. you say who on? Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, some Derby County fans okay. at the away game. And was it effective? Yeah, was it, yeah it was actually yeah. quite yeah. effective, yeah. And the, and the other. The other innovative weapon used to be one of the youngsters here on the old tube trains you used to have the little oh, yeah, yeah, ball yeah, on a spring yeah, yeah. well when we were going to Chelsea away there weren't one of them left on the fucking train more than, more than handy kosh, and they were measure. they were like a spring loaded kosh it was very effective um, yeah. Yeah. you didn't have to take your sock off oh. I remember seeing the meal bit brick being prepared on many occasions 
yeah. you know, you see, you see a few people like you look, you know, look when we was all in the terraces, like you're looking daddy and just say, what's he up to? Oh, he's up to it, and oh, he's yeah. up to it. Well, the thing is, it was something that the police couldn't concentrate mm, from. Nah. Well, this, it, they take your boot laces. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. DMs and take your boot laces. <laughs> Younger yeah. listeners better explain what a mill brick is. It was, it was you take a copy, usually one of the quality press. I think made the best mill brick, didn't it? Like Guardian yeah. Guardian all the time, yeah. strangely, and it would be rolled. Um, diagonally and then, then bent in half and then yeah. that, that rolled newspaper it can be googled as well Nick mm. you can google it a couple of people at work yeah. asked me about it I said google it. <laughs> it, it, it it caught holds in the 70s it became like an urban scare didn't it you get these things that everyone suddenly yeah. seized with panic about the use of the mill brick and I remember going to Brighton the Goldstone ground and there was a whole mound everyone had copied the evening standard on it mound of newspaper and, and also taking the um, uh, boots, so yep. laces out of your boots. The modern version, the mo modern improvised weapon, appears to be uh, used quite effectively by the Dutch fans who got um, a bit of a kerfuffle at the den this season. Mm. Is uh, taking your belt off and wrapping it round your knuckles. Yeah, the, oh, uh, right. as, as a knuckle buckle. Buckle. with the buckle showing. Okay. Yeah, they were quite adept at that. Um, okay. It didn't do them any good, but um, they they got sort of very short shrift outside block three after the game. But um, yeah, and, and I think the Roma fans were using that tactic at Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Pitch invasions. We had a, we had a big, um, a lot of appeals for people not to go on a pitch at Ashton Villa. Um, we had a lot of debate last season over, over the Wembley pitch invasion. Um, what's your favourite pitch invasion you've ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it's probably too many. The time at last game was in the centre circle, acting like a dead fly away. Yeah. <laughs> I remember there was a pitch invasion. I remember that seven years a bloke. I think we playing Cardiff at the den. The bloke ran out of the seats, tried to chin the ref. No, he, he tried to chin one of the Cardiff players. He, there, was a, remember, there, was a, there was a crunching tackle, and the guy came out and was, was restrained at the last minute by a couple of middle players from actually the Paul landing Roberts, one. Paul Roberts, when he was playing against us after he used to play for us, yeah, for Brentford, didn't he? Yeah. On the pitch Going back to the, um, the old fanzines, you remember the old Andy May's dad? Andy May's dad, yeah. 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 on the cover yeah. of the TLR yeah. book, wasn't it? Was it actually his dad, or was it? No, no, no just it just looked like it. Because <laughs> Andy May's standing in the background in a photo, and he looks yeah. a little bit like... And it was a one-man process Andy May's dad, but the way a bloke on his suit could just get so fucked off, he goes with himself. And, and the other funny one was the old. Um, remember the bloke who had the tracksuit on, so we thought he was a coach, and he came up and nicked the linesman's flag. <laughs> yeah. And he actually looked like yeah. we thought, hang on, what's what the fuck? Yeah. I think one of the most predictable pitch invasions was it the QPR away game mm -hmm. in the seventies where we were in danger of getting relegated or something. I've, I've heard the story. <laughs> yeah. And the, the bloke announces, I think Millwall were losing three or four yeah, nil at the time. The and he says, if there's any more pitch invasions, well, cue chaos. <laughs> Every fucking 30 seconds there was a pitch invasion. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it's all, I mean, just talking about the last game of the season there, yeah. the Villa game there, I, I don't care if people go on the pitch or not. I mean, I don't care that the players are going to come out. I've just watched them for fucking 90 minutes running around. I don't really want to see no. them again. I'm not, I, I don't do the, the, the fan sort of worship thing. No. I never have done. No. And I never will. And if people want to do that, then that's yeah. great. I don't mind. But it, it's, it's kids, a, kids running on the pitch at the end of the season used to be the, 
the thing it was part and parcel of it. It is yeah. every minute. Kids, kids on a group, don't grow and get my men of our age want to run on the pitch. Well, and, no, no, um, yeah. I don't run anywhere, Nick. <clears throat> I can't run. But that's the string vest bloke. Do you remember the string vest bloke? In the true sense of the word, string vest. I mean, not only did he have one, he was He was a pest. But, you know. But it's that running down to the way you're not going to get up there, are you? And you've got to go down and you're give it all this. Up well, all it does, it gives you know. an excuse to bring horses out and charge us for it. Charge yeah. us for it. Exactly, mate. Yeah. I mean, you know, how many times this season, the fucking all shit that is all over the place. <laughs> If that was why dogs did that, we'd be done for that and five fifty quid. Sound horses can shit with them. There's a good shit everywhere. everywhere. Right, you never top the uh, you never top the pitch invasion at the end of the uh, Blackburn game when we uh, left the old den. Oh, the uh, the final game. I mean, yeah. Seeing people walking out oh, here with yeah. fucking advertising all yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Gold posts. Yeah. I mean, I'm seats. I mean, I I had a, I got I got a piece of turf. In a pot, it's fucking probably dead now, I think. Um, but yeah, just everything and anything went that day. Everyone was. I mean, I think as like, pitch invasions go, you've got to add it to the jocks for the Wembley run. I mean, yeah, well, that's yeah. the fact yeah. that was yeah. there, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> oh, we, 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 we had a go, we didn't quite match that. That Great was fucking smashing, smashing yeah, up the goal. Yeah. To be sorry, we are the only people who have invaded the new Wembley, aren't we? It's something I think that, that attendance yeah. at Wembley was like 100,000, I think 72,000 on the jocks, weren't yeah. they? It was Absolutely. fucking terrifying to watch. Uh, all these gingered skirt wearers <laughs> on the fucking pitch with cans of McEwen. Seven, seven, seven or seven. Yeah. I used to drink in the uh, the Elephant and Castle pub back in them days. Okay. Uh, you know, at the Elephant and Castle, yeah. obviously. And uh, the, the London Park Hotel used to be right now, so Dosser's place, but they converted yeah. it into a lovely hotel. Yeah. And uh, so it was, it was a fr- I think it was the Friday night. It was the game must have been on a Saturday. Yeah. So it goes out. A f- few of us, like you know, about I don't know, it was more banded, you know, yeah. like 10, 15 of us in there. And uh, we were just having our fucking pints of Ben as you did back in the end of days going through. And, and, uh, and so these fucking Scots blokes come in. You know, they were getting quite raucous. They <laughs> <laughs> were singing all these Scottish songs. We did. We were like, you know, I mean. Why are you down here for the fucking game oh, tomorrow? The dossers like, are know. back. <laughs> 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 so we, we, we were, you know, we fucked this for a laugh, like, you know, so we was we was outnumbered. They, like you say, they were, they were just fucking everywhere. So we started fucking giving it meal all stuff, didn't we, like, you know? And they became our best friends. I couldn't fucking believe it. They, they were, you know, my mate was like... Couldn't he, understand what he they were saying. My mate yeah. was, he was like, you know, he's going, he was just like doing a really bad Scottish accent. <laughs> like, you know, he's going, are you Jimmy? Are you Jimmy? Are you Jimmy? He was, tra- you Jimmy? He was And they go, no, I'm not fucking Jimmy. He's Jimmy. But well, there's a drink Jimmy. there at all. <laughs> and it was, but at the end of the night, like, I, I thought like it was all going to end in like fucking one mad route, but they were like, they became our words. best mates. And they was inviting us up to Scotland for a return, doing all sorts. It's going to be a long summertime, chaps. Well, we've got the World Cup. We've got the World Cup. What are we going to do to replace Millwall for the summertime? Is it, is it that long? Do we follow other uh, sports? Do we do anything else? Or do we just stare into space, waiting for the World Cup yeah, to start? Yeah, thousand yards stare. <laughs> Well, the World Cup comes and we'd have a game of football every day, with three games of football every day. That's then not we, too then, true, then, then when it gets to the later stages, we're all like, fuck, what will we do with two days before the semi final? Yeah. Fuck do you know, I don't give a fuck about the World Cup. I don't even He's announcing his squad, and he? I don't even care. But, he, but, this, but the thing is now, you know, we, we finished the league season, you've got the playoffs, the FA Cup final, you're going the World Cup pre friendlies, and then the World Cup. Then it'll be pre-season friendlies before the World Cup's finished, and, and you know the, 
Years ago, you know, that was the only ever live game. All the family, and I mean all the fucking family used to come round. Uh, and it was an all day thing. Start at 12, wasn't it? They'd, they'd, it's a knockout. Before 12, we'd have nine in the morning, meet yeah. the teams. Yeah. Then there'd be you know, a quiz oh, on with two teams, yeah, fans. Yeah, quiz knockout. And it'd go on till fucking six o'clock at night, and it was a proper event. Now, if they were playing in my back garden, I'd close the fucking curtains. Yeah. I don't care about it. You no. Know, I really don't. Unless we're warfare. But like, but like I say, if you look at the the actual closed season, there ain't one. There, there'll be football somewhere if you want to watch it. Probably every week now, because the players will be back in training in the June, beginning of July, won't they? Yeah, sorry. You know, they'll be on holiday now, won't they? They'll get their holidays yeah, in now, now and they'll, you know, they'll they'll be back next week, and they'll be doing their pre pre season, and then. You know, they'll, they'll start the training on the 30th of June or something, and then by the 5th of June, you could, uh, sorry, 5th of July, you probably find the first pre-season. So there's no, we've got Dover, is it? Um, I don't know. Summer, yeah, the same old shit. Yeah. It's the same old shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, never, it, never, <laughs> it never ends these days. Yeah. It never ends. That's wonderful stuff, chaps. It's been a great season, 2017-18. Wonderful. Live, live for some years in the mind. Um, great conversation. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Derek, for enabling this. And we're going to go and watch the, going to watch the lesbians now on, on, on the, uh, the Crystal Palace lesbians. lesbians. Yeah. Thank you for listening, dear listeners. Arriva Dirty Mill. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.